Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to On Screen Live, everybody. My name is Andrew Jupin. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, depending upon where you are watching from. I am here in New York City, about to bring in three of my greatest, loveliest dudes of all time. And we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, so let's get right to it. Uh, you know him, you love him, Steven Sadak. Hey, how's it going? Going good, man. How are you doing? Doing good. I got Sabretooth here with me. Hey, Sabretooth. Oh, How's hey, it going? Sabretooth. <laughs> hey, Sabretooth. Hi, Sabretooth. Now, what uh, what made you think to bring that guy in the program, Steve? <laughs> Usually, a uh, little uh, spoiler alert, when I'm recording these without cameras, I'm uh -huh. just kind of fiddling around with action figures. So they're mm. usually they're strewn Ooh. around my area. Look at these juicy behind-the-scenes deets. Speaking of mm. behind-the-scenes, Mr. Eric Siska. Can you believe this guy? He's got Sabretooth. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm trying to be like the Regis Philbin of our uh, on-screen. Oh, yeah. everybody it, needs a Reg, dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's incredible. Look at this guy. Wow, it's a toy. <laughs> uh, he's playing say, with them yeah. while he's podcasting. He plays with himself. This guy, he's a cut-up. <laughs> he's a fiddler. He loves the fiddle. Speaking he's of fiddler too. Well, speaking of fiddling, diddling, any other idling, Chris Cabin's here. Okay. Uh, oh, look, it's Boxy. <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have a thing too. Steve, I have a Boxy. Look, it's Boxy. Uh, Boxy Not a contest, uh, asshole. Boxy of Wolverine's <laughs> other arch nemesis. Well, you know what I got is a stress brick from the from the TV show Billions. It's been worn oh, off. Wow. Oh, wow, dude. Golden brick. Golden huh? brick. The, what you'll never earn working at show time <laughs> <laughs> looks like that uh, thing's getting a lot of workouts dude oh yeah mm -hmm. dude it's incredible <laughs> <laughs> you can't crush uh, this thing <laughs> you can't crush it uh anyway let's get right to it we're gonna a lot to talk about today but first uh want to run the numbers this is highest gross I'm going to tell you, not a ton of surprises yeah, uh, going yeah. to this week's box office, but uh, a couple things to get out front here, just uh, how the uh, new contenders did uh, this weekend. First of all, Infinity Pool, that uh, was the first uh, one out the gate this uh, weekend. Looking to do about $2.7 This was uh, technically a wide release, um, so not hmm. super great, but uh, you know that's, that's where it's at. 
uh, at the moment. So it's here. empty pools around the country right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I it's not terrible, yet. but it's a hard sell of a movie, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The trailer looked difficult. I, I want to see it really badly. I just didn't get to it this week. Yeah, same. I'm probably going to see it this week, and I am excited. I uh, I did see it. Um, it's I, I don't think it's as good as Possessor. I think it's a two steps forward, two steps back situation mm. we have here. I thought Possessor was a huge leap forward from antiviral. Uh, and I think this is just a little bit of a step back from Possessor. It's not as intense. It's I, a little bit more like once yeah. it, it, it's not. I mean, everybody has been saying it. It goes nowhere. Like the, the title is kind of like perfect because like it, it, there's no end to it. Like it kind of is just like, oh, where it there it goes. Yeah. yeah. I see a comment in the chat. Only heard about Infinity Pool through you guys. And that's another thing is the marketing of movies has really fallen flat. Well, this is, I'll tell you, this is a tough one, right? Because this literally premiered at Sundance like last week and they do that fucking turnaround, man. And sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, wait, it's out, you know, for, yeah. for the average person who's not fucking looking at, you know, release date calendars. It's like, oh, shit, that's already out. I just thought I heard it premiered at Sundance. Right. I, so you, you'd think, shitty turnaround. You'd think it's like, oh, maybe in seven months I'll see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, the next one coming in there, of course, was Lucas Don't's Close uh, from A24. That was this one, if you remember the poster from last week. 68K on four screens uh, just in New York and L.A. So not too shabby uh, for Infinity I'm, or uh, for Close. I'm shocked it's doing so well because that poster, again, mm. bone chilling. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you would think it was a horror movie, right? And you yeah, would, It looks, looks like a fucking horror, horror movie. Yes. Everything yep. A24 makes looks like a horror movie or they they want you to think it might be a horror movie because <laughs> it's the fucking genre that sells man yeah. so it's like it's a scotch disingenuous but it's also really smart mm -hmm. uh and then unfortunately the open for the new me and hansen love one fine morning uh four screens two here in new york yeah. uh and two in la took 11 five uh for the weekend what was that uh, somebody's birthday party they went there <laughs> and they just they brought like 20 friends and they that's uh, how it worked out yeah, unfortunately, just a little bit of a soft opening. It was just here mm. at uh, Film at Lincoln Center and Film Forum. So hopefully that picks up because everybody should see fucking Mia Hansen oh, yeah. Love movies, it's, man. I, I get it. It's not a very exciting movie. Like, by no means is it. But it's like the most like by like a a, a, a widow is like picking up a, a, a new life. Like her, her, yeah. her dad is dying. And mm -hmm. she's starting up a new affair. Like yeah. it's the most like it's boilerplate. Nobody's going to get out, but it is incredibly well made. And I really do think once, I mean, if you can see it in theaters, I think you should. But I, once it hits VOD, I think you should really make a point yeah. of seeing it. It's very good. Also, Leia Seydoux as the star. Fantastic. She's incredible. Uh, so we'll get to the top five here. Entering the top five for the first week. I got to tell you, I looked this up after seeing <clears throat> that it placed fifth here yeah me too i gotta i gotta see this fucking movie yeah Pathan, uh this uh indian uh like spy movie mm. came in here it's first week six million dollars the trailer I, I, is very good i am very excited mm -hmm. to check it out but i didn't hear about it until it made this list well that's the yep. thing i think you're now gonna th uh, the of the many yeah. things i can give rrr credit for you are now going to see a renewed interest yes. in, uh, uh, well, I'll just say white audiences wanting to see yeah. these movies yeah, and for like sure. going there. And like Pathan is like, that would not have opened like that before RRR. Definitely I don't not. Yep. There's an AMC uh, where I live in Jersey City, and we have such a huge South Asian population that plays so many of these movies. And like every time I'm like, oh, wow, these look awesome. Yeah. So there's, yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting that it's happening more, more widely. 
Yeah, and Kevin, you, you hit the nail on the head. It is all because of RRR. You know, when you see a lot of these South Asian films playing here in the city, you know, it's it's like, Steve, it's like you said, you know, you'll get a single showtime, yes. you know, throughout the week. And those will do business. Like, they if will, you yeah, find sure. those movies and look at those numbers. Oh, yeah. They do business. But now I think what you're going to see, like, you know, Pathan here, multiple, or Pathan, you know, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. You're going to be seeing, like, multiple showtimes of this movies. And shit, man, I would love to see just a full screen dedicated to the release of these movies. Especially um, in places like The Empire 25. Yes. Yeah. You got... Yeah, they call it 25 because there's literally 25 movie theaters in a single complex. I think they're still playing Black Adam. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even kidding. It really might be. I mean, that's the thing is I, I'm waiting for a big hit from China to do something like RRR because they have Empire 25, but also get like those random like uh, uh, off like brand uh, Chinese like yeah. uh, uh, detective and action movies. Like yep. the, uh, last year they played Detective vs. Sleuth is one of my favorite movies of last year. Uh, mm-hmm. And but I do think after after RRR, like I checked out Vikram, which was not a movie uh, that I would have ever looked at before. But just like because I was yeah. in the mood, now I'm just paying attention to this more. Yeah, which that's is awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of paying attention to things, I finally checked this out over the weekend. In number four, our girl Megan. Mm. Uh, there she coming is. In here hey, week Meg. four, another six point four mil to uh, Universal. I got to tell you. Nah, didn't yeah. like oh, it. Nah, with me and Megan. I'll yeah. tell you right now because you watch this movie, man, and you know the you can see the seams yeah. where they cut out that R rating, and it was driving me crazy. Like you cut your own throat quality wise to get you know you're making a lot of money. Great, you're bringing people to theaters. Great, subpar content. Disappointing in terms of the kills. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was the movies leading up to an event, and you thought it was going to be a gore fest and it just kind of it, it it's very anticlimactic yeah yes, I, i'm glad i skipped it the theaters i'll definitely stream it now that i'll I, I, i'm a sucker for a fandango fucking 20 dollar. i love just chucking 20 bucks out the window it's fantastic <laughs> sure, yeah. it's one of my one of my favorite things to do yeah. i bet so did that with i own pray for the devil on voodoo oh, so nice. I, just, I own <laughs> nice. I, I own that yeah. Well, I'll tell you, thankfully, Steve, because I didn't get I didn't get my buns in the theater for Megan either. Mm-hmm. It is on rental, like on Apple, nineteen ninety nine for rental. I don't have to have Megan in my house forever. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so there is that. Uh, okay, keep, keeping it going here. Rising the ranks uh, for his next week of showing here. A man <laughs> called Otto. If Can't you can stop even him. believe it. Can't stop that That's Tom right. Hanks. Mm-hmm. He's in a third in week five. Grumpy old man here. Yes. Um, Here's a question. Because I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do, when does 80 for Brady open? Is it next week or is it this week? Coming soon. It's very it's, soon. Next couple weeks it, or something. I, I, I just wonder if that's going to do like crazy numbers that we, we can't even anticipate because these old people are going to the movies. Possibly. Also, it, it might be. Depends yeah. on like where. Like I could maybe New England, like the theaters yeah. are packed. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. I, and I guess Florida now, right? He plays in Florida. Oh now For too sure. yeah 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 tampa bay this we, is uh yeah it's actually this friday february 3rd 80 for brady comes out let's see in it? 
I don't know. I didn't watch the trailer. I would love it if it's like, 80 for Brady. We're going to see Tom Brady at Gillette <laughs> yeah. Stadium. Yeah. And then they get there and it's present day and someone's like, oh man, he planned <laughs> Oh, so they all have dimensions, what you're saying. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> or they get there yeah. and it's like, oh no, now we have to get on the bus to Florida. No, I think these old ladies are getting railed. Someone's getting fucking real. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. And I'm excited. Gronk is getting right in there with Jane Fonda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, there's that scene. like, oh, you're so big i'm like i know what that means dude they are being ripped through like kleenex in that movie i guarantee it they should just go full on sex scenes unsimulated you usually will have like an andy garcia there to be the one who is going to rip it up uh, so (laughs) sure uh uh, and i don't know i i think you know the funniest thing to do here would definitely get the westworld hemsworth to play tom brady there you go. And actually have him be a character. That would be funny. And then like, G'day, maybe, ladies. Maybe he fucks <laughs> Billy Tomlin. Who knows? Hey, all right. Uh, coming in uh, at number two, speaking of going through like toilet paper or Kleenex, rather, I guess Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah. Another 10.6 million. Truly unbelievable stuff. <laughs> Which uh, I know, Chris, you reviewed it as it sucks, but uh, we had some pushback on that. Some people like this movie. Well, that's that's good for them. It's it's a sucky movie. <laughs> it looks good. I will give them that. You know, 80 uh, for Brady might be a sucky movie if he plays I, his cards right. <laughs> yes, but a big sloppy sucky. <laughs> Come on. Take your dentures after this one. It's not even 1215, folks. It. Uh-huh. Anyway. It's not- I I had to put coffee back in the mug, by the way, in case anyone wondered what was going on. (laughs) Look, we're trying to pitch gum in it with Jane Fonda (laughs) in the lead. I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, we got to do some work here. Mm. Oh, fuck. I would watch that movie. See, I Uh, absolutely (laughs) know. Coming in at number one, no surprises here. Avatar The Way of Water. If you can even believe it, another 15.7 mil in week seven. Here's the thing. I I I am predicting the box office next week. Batista bomb, knock at the cabin. Wow. I think it's number one. I yep. think it unseats Avatar. I could That's see my that bold prediction. It horror, might. horror is big, and uh, M Night, you know, def- definitely resurgence kind of. for him. M Night Assange, absolutely. And I hope you're right, Steve. That would be awesome because I think last year we were sort of saying, oh, maybe it'll be Ant Man, which yeah. is two weeks after. But yeah. shit, if if we can dethrone a little earlier, you know, hey, that's all right it. with me. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so that's the box office for this weekend, folks. We will see what happens um, coming up. But we're going to keep just blowing through content here because the big part of this Blow episode, it. we want to talk about some Oscar nominations here. Uh, but before that, a very exciting television program is coming back uh, this March. Let's check out the trailer for it. And you guessed it, trailer segment. <laughs> That's right, folks. Succession season four. Uh, whoops, is starting off uh, March 26th, I believe. What'd you make the banner for if you're not going to use it, asshole? There we go. <laughs> 326 on HBO Max. Uh, let's dive into this trailer here. Take a look at it. This will be interesting for me. I gave up in season two. Really? Ooh. It's just, it puts me to sleep. Yeah. Something about, I, the first season I was a little bit eh on, and then two uh-huh. and three on, I was like way in. It gets so good, dude. I would say give it another shot if you can. I mean, it's just the performances. Like that's to yeah. me the what you're watching. Like the, I, I have my issues with the writing, and I, I, there have definitely been episodes where I want to go to sleep, Eric. But yeah. 
Uh, Dude, I, but all the like Adrian Brody stuff yeah. last season, all the, phenomenal. All the acting has just been out of this world good in this. I, what I like about the show mostly is that it it really makes all of these people so fucking miserable, and yes. it just like shows that like extreme wealth doesn't exactly uh, equal happiness. But they but they do enjoy their extreme wealth too. But it's not like yes. Entourage where it's like just like oh yeah yeah you know what I mean like it's a little different than there. No, in in the back of all of their minds, suicide is always an option. Right, because mm-hmm. they're somehow eviler than Entourage, right? <laughs> Well, they got more money than Vincent Chase, so yeah. there's that. Northeast Entourage. <laughs> that line, man. Holy shit. Uh, and he's great, too. What's his face? McFadden. Yeah, yeah. Matthew yeah. McFadden. Yeah. I did so like him funny. in the, the first two seasons. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, great. And uh, the uh, I mean, the only Joe Wright movie I actually love is his Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and him as Darcy, I thought was fantastic. Oh, okay. So we kind of already uh, sort of blew through talking about Infinity Pool. So I think we don't need to sort of rehash that. And uh, oh, what are you watching? Which gem oh. is in the pool? Or is that a spoiler? Which, oh, which it's, uh, you know what? I'll say, <laughs> and Steve, how about this? It's okay. either mm-hmm. blue or green. Yeah. Take it. Take it. <laughs> oh, you're just going to burst? So you're going to burst there, Steve? Is green time? And what is what is blue, Steve? Oh, I have the slightest oh, fucking clue. Um, oh, turn no. over your card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I uh, have spent the last like week and a half uh, watching a bunch of shit uh, at Sundance. And uh, just wanted to d- recap a couple things here that I think uh, you three guys uh, would also like, as well as uh, the folks watching at home here. But Eric Siska, this one, yes, sir. all for you, man. Ooh, uh, they made it for me. New- New Willie Nelson documentary. Amazing. Willie Nelson and Family by uh, Oren Moverman and Tom Zinni. Uh, no distribution or uh, release plan yet on this guy, but it's like four and a half hours long. I got to see the first two parts wow. of it. That's huge. I, he was my first yeah. concert uh, post-pandemic, if you will. You mm-hmm. have a little less than three months until 420. Somebody figure it out. Put it I, out. Yeah. I know. Fandango event it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, yup. I will fathom be, event of it. I apologize. Yeah, Fandango. Fathom yeah, yeah. Fathom, fine. I'll break my fucking no fathom rule if you do that because uh, like, hell yeah, let, hell yeah. All, all the theaters be like, it's it's totally cool. Just come on. In. It's and yeah. then you don't say what's cool, but you just say it's totally cool. Come on. In. Yeah, it's totally. totally. Like right. four twenty event. <laughs> Willie Nelson and family documentary. A little asterisk, and then at the bottom, it's like it's cool. They should no, have they should no be. narcs. We need smoking sections again, or like yes. this is a smoking theater. You know, oh, you yes, gotta wait dude. till the one o'clock showing. That's in the smoking theater. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Or at least break like vaping. Like I sure. get it. People don't want smoke in the theater. Sure, sure. Some vapes. Um, so another one that I just watched yesterday that I was completely surprised by because I did not uh, think it was going to be up my alley at all. It's a new uh, sort of faux doc called Theater Camp, directed by Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman. Searchlight just picked up this guy for uh, eight million bucks. And um, it is about like an upstate New York theater camp that uh, is like falling on hard times. Uh, Amy Sedaris plays the leader of the camp who falls into a coma. Hmm. And the camp is taken over by her like idiot son, who's played by the guy who was like the big doofus in American Vandal. Oh, yeah. Oh no no it's the no. else. okay oh, ben, no, that, ben, yes. ben Platt is one of the uh, the counselors and I have to say um, to give it to to Ben Platt he's a dude that I have not liked in a lot of things that fucking Dear Evan Hansen movie is 
abysmal shit. No. Um, but he is really, really funny in this movie. Mm. Um, it it does the faux doc thing, but it, it removes talking heads. So it's all like just verite mm. and like inner titles. Very, very funny stuff. I, and I then bit, I, I was yeah. excited for a second because you're like, Amy Sedaris, I'm like, yeah, finally, the Amy Sedaris is in a coma. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she does have a couple of really funny okay, moments, but fine. yes, she's not <laughs> in the movie a ton, unfortunately. I, I'm just glad that Molly Gordon's doing stuff. Molly Gordon's been a great actress for a while. She's in uh, Shiva Baby. She was in yep. uh, Bujalski's There, There last year. Uh, um, she's really fantastic. The, what, book, book Smart, she's in yes, as well. She's one Smart. of the friends in Book Smart. Triple yep. A, I think, is the character's name or something. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. I don't know what they're going to do with it maybe later this year. Speaking of, I don't know what they're going to do with it and uh, later this year. A uh, new one from Australia, our friends down under. And speaking of Sarah Snook, uh, the new film Run, Rabbit, Run, directed by Dana Reed. Netflix picked this up for an undisclosed amount. I know. Uh, just like Andrew, everything with Netflix, it's undisclosed. This one's about <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Is that right? That's right. It's the Elmer Fudd biopic. He's fucking killing rabbits <laughs> left and right until he comes across his mortal enemy, Bugs Bunny. Oh, that now, this sounds is great. A, uh, it's, not the, it's, not, it's not the John Updike thing either. He's not doing it. Mm, no. Not an aging no. basketball player. <laughs> We're not doing that. No, 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 no. This is uh, Sarah Snook uh, mm. from Succession plays a mother who's got an eerie fucking kid. Uh, but the nice twist of this is the eerie kid might be linked to the mother's fucked up past. Um, okay. it, it didn't play well for a ton of folks I saw seeing it. Um, I don't think it's a perfect movie, but Sarah Snook is absolutely fantastic. In yeah, it. and for more eerie kids, take a look at the poster again for Close. <laughs> <laughs> Very eerie kid. Let's, uh, let's bring that up again, Eric, because you're right. We just want to make sure we're reminding oh people God. out there, this isn't no, a horror you. movie. It's a, it's about a fucking sad as hell tragedy. Yeah. Um, not an eerie kid movie. Um, I, but if you see this... Eerie okay. kid, eerie kid, right, sad kid, eerie yeah. kid, sad kid, eerie yeah. kid, sad kid, eerie <laughs> kid, eerie kid, sad kid. Where's the sad? Yeah. Kid? There we go. Yeah, then we did it. <laughs> job. We? Yeah, no, this is terrifying. I watched it uh, late at night. Eerie, eerie shit. I'm Not so great, glad we shit. have the video element to cut between those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, the big thing we wanted to get to today. That's right. The Academy Award nominations came out uh, literally the day after last week's broadcast, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it then. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch the Oscars. <laughs> oh, yeah, Steven Seagal getting ready for the Oscars. Hope I don't get robbed at a liquor store. This is so Fucking exciting, movie, folks. By the way. Hollywood's biggest night. They're doing it again. They've brought it back for <laughs> you, for your enjoyment. This is very if exciting. You can even believe it. I think it's uh, Sunday, March 12th is the, I'm sure to be, horrendous broadcast. Uh, but we'll go through just a couple of the categories here. We're not going to get into the weeds too much, but we'll start off with Best Supporting Actress. You had Angelic, uh, Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You got uh, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Benches of Inna Sharon, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Would not be surprised for Carrie to take it away. That would be nice. I'd yeah, be she's that. incredible I, in I that think, movie. Yeah, I would. I would think it's probably a two-woman race between Carrie Condon and Angela Bassett. Is my guess. That sounds one, right. One of the two yeah. will win. Uh, my snub. I saw uh, caught women talking this weekend. I liked mm-hmm. the movie quite a bit. Not not my favorite movie of the, of the year, which was Benjamin Assurance. But I think uh, Jesse Buckley 
is absolutely one of my favorite performances as a best supporting actress <clears throat> of the year. And that's yeah, it's kind of nuts. She got she didn't get uh, attention. Well, well it, it's weird that like I think that all can't the fact that uh, so many good performances yeah. are women were in that one movie. Yes. Like it just canceled them all out. Like you can't yes. nominate. It right. has to be an ensemble piece. Good, for good, sure. good point, Chris. Cast less women in your movies. Okay? <laughs> this is what we're trying to say. Cast this is the message. Women. We are trying to tell everybody if you want to you really push the art form forward, less women. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, moving on to supporting actor. Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch uh, coming in for The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan coming in for The Banshees of Inisherin, and Kihei Kwan for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, um, yeah, what are you saying, Kevin? I, I kind of think you got to go with Kwan here. Same. Yeah. I yes. think you really do have to go that way. I mean, like, I would love it to go to almost anybody here. I, I haven't seen Causeway yet. Uh, yeah, no one has. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, A lot of people I know have. That's the thing. And oh, is that right? Okay. I, I, just, I haven't gotten around to it. it I have heard like, good things, to be fair. I was making a joke, but I've heard good things. It's it's not something that grabbed me from the, the description. And I like Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry. It's just, it's not yeah. enough. Whereas, like, all these others, I'm like, yeah, those were incredible performances, each one of them. Uh, two things. One, uh, yes, uh, to answer someone in the chat, I was fixing my light fixture because it kept falling for a second there. Okay. Two, uh, and Eric will agree, I, I liked Judd Hirsch in that movie because he, it, it's a period piece and it's back when you had scary grandparents, yes. right? Like Absolutely. Scary relative who's shaking you and stuff. Yeah, and that's like, a knock yep. on the door you don't want is <laughs> Grandpa Hirsch showing up. Mm-hmm. Ripping his shirt and yelling at you. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man! I, I mean, from the circus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am pretty confident. I was yelled at by my grandfather one time uh, in my life, and it still shakes me to my fucking core. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. dude! It uh, shakes me to my core. I remember <laughs> calling my grandfather in Chicago, and this was like you know 1990 or something. And uh-huh. my parents just had me call initially, and he answered the phone. Sure, dime, start talking. <laughs> oh, wow. Scared the shit out of me. And then I was like, dimes? What is he talking about? It, just, it took me years to realize it was payphone jargon and also out-of-date payphone jargon. Yes. <laughs> so you think you would have been less confused if your grandfather picked up the phone and was like, yeah, you dialed 10, 10, 2, 20, it's on you. <laughs> yeah, yes. did he have a phone booth in his house? Was were you was he actually putting dimes in well, there or what? He was a deranged man. Could you believe okay. no, I'm kidding? He oh, was okay. <laughs> Didn't really know him that well, but okay. uh, uh scary and abrasive. Sort of sure, like I will become, you know. Okay. That's the goal. <laughs> Role model. Will become. Uh, <laughs> uh let's see. Let's get over to the the other side here of uh, let's see, we got a leading actress. Um, Kate Blanchett for Tar, yeah, Ana de Armas. You can stop reading. I think uh, yeah. Tar is going to win. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Is this the first time in Oscar history two Michelles have been nominated at the same That's time? That's a good question. Possible? Uh, is it the first time that a woman in an absolutely dog shit movie was nominated? Because why is Blonde anywhere? Like, I, and she is fine in it. She's totally fine in it. But that yeah. movie is absolute dog shit. Still, How do you put it? I the still haven't. But this almost made me, me think, is everyone wrong? No, I'm sure they're not. You no. saw it, Steve? I did see it. Of yeah. course you saw it too, right? Yeah, 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 it, yeah I saw it's, it. I mean, like, it's taken a lot of swings for sure. And again, yeah. I don't think 
she's not bad. She's definitely the best part of the movie for sure. Yeah. Without her, it's totally unwatchable, but even still. Steve, can I ask you this? Because I think it, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, what is something that could help me decide whether or not I see this movie? Mm-hmm. You see her going downtown on JFK or what? You do while he's Ooh. watching. Li- I'm watching B movies getting a BJ. Oh. <laughs> do you see Shaft? I forget. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, it's okay. just oh is he like- watching Shaft? Is that what you were asking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. Oh, that's no, he I was did. long dead before that came out. Never mind. <laughs> right. I wish I was that guy. <laughs> Era, he's what so- a great nickname. He's so cool. Uh, no, actually, Shaft was the family name. I forgot about that. John Shaft. Uh, right. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Kate Blanchett, Eric, to, to your quip, probably. Yeah. But uh, the other side of Michelle Yeoh is the other side. Is the, she you know, could win it. Sure, yes. Um, she oh, is I, be are you sure? Are you sure that Riseboro can't pull it? Because that would make me laugh for about a year. If she, I mean, all of this actually culminates in her fucking taking the prize. What even well, happened? What no, no so, money changed hands? No, no money. I don't know what it's we're losing. It's a non-controversy. It's a non-controversy. It's like non-controversy. She, she essentially did what Melissa Leo did, but in a smaller way, a yes. much smaller way. And like no one saw the movie, but everyone's mad about it. Like there was like fucking briefcases full of cash. Yeah, yeah. It's well, the people that are most mad about it are the fuckers that literally spend those briefcases full of cash. Yes on all these campaigns to get the nominations. And this was a non-campaign. It was just a couple of tweets or internet vids yes. or whatever. Yeah. And like, hey man, sorry you got to fucking be in your bonnet about that and didn't think of it yourself. But like, come on. And now we're having like some sort of Oscar board trial. <laughs> like it's the fucking Hague. Like, give me a break. Ridiculous. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and ridiculous. you're just like putting a, a, a very good actress through a really shitty situation. So totally. Congratulations. Totally. And, also, the folks that are like, oh, well, you know, she wasn't nominated. So-and-so should have been nominated. Hey, you're totally right. And you know what that's also true for? Literally everyone else that got a nomination. Yes. So that is a non-argument there as yes. well. I'm sorry. Yeah. It yep. is. Like, no. whatever. And you know what? Maybe someday I'll see the movie. But <laughs> who yeah. the shit knows? And I think, to Chris, to your point, that's the other thing about it. It's like, yeah, this nomination happened. But, like, they ain't watching that movie. And all these, like, voters it. that are all pissed off. They're not going to watch it. You know what I no. mean? I I don't know. I don't see it happening. I think it's it's really a toss-up between Michelle and, and mm. Kate. Oh, uh, sure. Michelle Yo, I should say. Yes. Michelle Williams, who I thought was fine playing Mitzi fucking yeah, Tableman there. I thought but, that was you know. a really good performance, but it's it's Blanchett or Yo. That's just yeah, how sure. it is. Uh, then over to the lead actor side of things here. We got Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nighy for a living. Wait, oh, what? He got nominated just for being alive? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty there, much. There's your Andrew Risebrook. Like, find me anyone. Uh, here's something. Next year, most of the people that liked living will not be living. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. Put that uh, as a poster. Sure. See it while you can. You'll be dead. <laughs> It's just, it's a movie, nobody, was, a remake of Ikiru, nobody yep. was asking for that. But also, nope. who saw who saw this movie? I, nope. I, I, I think less people saw that movie than saw To Leslie. I, yes, I genuinely exactly. think I that. I, totally I just possible. don't understand it. Like, I, but, we, but we know who Bill Nighy is, so it's uh, okay. You know what I mean? And like, it's a kind of a career thing, which is fine. I love Bill Nighy in general, oh, you know what I mean? Over Paul Dano, for fuck's sake. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is also yeah. this, there's a lot of great nominations here though. I I I I don't I think any one of these guys could win it cuz Paul's great in After Sun, Brendan and the Whale, Colin obviously, mm-hmm. and Austin Butler, what a fucking career-making performance. Absolutely. Yes, I think absolutely. if I had to if I had to put money on it probably uh Colin Farrell again. I would career, yeah. career-ishly, Brent, but I mean Brendan, Austin Butler I think has a beat too. I think I think Butler might be, yeah. be something here it's it's i think it's three with colin butler and brendan because brendan has the prestige yeah. but like that's the vote of like we love this guy let's give him this that he gets that vote colin yeah. has the heat he's just coming off golden globes and all that shit but like yeah. austin butler at that performance it uh, that him and tom hanks dueling makes yeah. that movie what it is and it's like the best thing Boz Lerman's made maybe ever yeah but romeo and juliet gets a lot of uh, uh points just because he used the text of Romeo and Juliet. So it sure. sounds good. Uh, <laughs> but this one like is genuinely him. And I'm like, th- this is everything I wanted. And like, I-, I can't get over that performance. Can I say something that I'm, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be uh, flippant here. It does sound, this might sound a little gauche, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, I think the death of Lisa Marie Presley may help Austin Butler in this because right. It might be true. There's that whole thing. There's the sympathy there. He's talked, you know, extensively about how close they were, how much she loved the performance, you know. So, like, her untimely passing may have, like, sort of turned heads back towards the movie in a way. You know, I don't know. I know it sounds shitty, but it's a shitty fucking business. But, you know, and most of the (laughs) Academy voters, you know, probably knew Elvis or something. They're old enough (laughs) (laughs) that they were, like, hanging around at that. uh, They're friends with the fucking Colonel, dude. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I think that's a big up in the air. I think as far as Paul Mescal, as fabulous as he is in After Sun, that's just kind of a nice like, hey man, welcome to the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of also, I mean, like I, yeah. I kind of think he's more of a supporting uh, uh, performance, but I, yeah. I, it's it's nice that he got nominated. Totally. Uh, moving over to the directorial side of things here, Martin McDonough for Banshees, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart for Everything Everywhere. Senior Spielbergo uh, for The Fablemans, <laughs> Todd Field for Tar, uh, Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness. Uh, that's the big question mark one for me. I don't yeah. know what that's doing. There. I could see Elvis in that slot instead. Um, yeah, or, Sarah Polly would be would be welcome yes. there for Women Talking mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm trying Especially to the- because with Women Talking, I mean that's a ton of really great performances to manage the directing for yes for sure yeah. you know what i mean which mm-hmm. is a, it's a fucking feat there's not a ton else going on in that movie yeah so it's that's why i think it's kind of a difficult thing like how do you nominate it but that's why i think like for directorial at least yeah she should have been right in there because she's directed you know a bevy of really kick-ass performances in that movie but like Ruby, like triangle of sadness i mean my my criticism of it from the beginning was this is exactly the kind of like satire of rich people that rich people fucking love like <laughs> right yeah. like and that's so and it's like this proves my point more than anything that the fucking uh, academy was like oh yes oh give it to us roast us king <laughs> i do I, I mean i think that's to be fair i think that i think that's the menu more than triangle of sadness mm. i i prefer I, I i think triangle of sadness is a little more teeth uh i i know you have a problem with the last moments of it i mm. kind of like it i also kind of think you. it's a little it's like it's like nominating Meet the Fockers for directing. Because um, <laughs> it's right. just it's it's that Ben Stiller gross out humor that's that's inside this like 
fake parasite sheen. I don't know. Mm. It, the movie mm-hmm. kind of did rub me a little wrong, but um, yeah. I, I, I understand liking it. I think there are great things in it. But personally, me, I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm tar sweep. I want yeah, tar sweep, yeah. baby. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You want this the Academy Awards to be tarred and feathered? That's I mean. Right. <laughs> Tar was the most engrossing movie of the year. I and loved that's it. All, I mean, like, it's the performance for sure, performances, uh, yeah. people who weren't nominated as well. But, like, the direct, the direction of that movie, it just, it draws you in. And, like, we're talking about a movie about a fucking composer. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is not yeah. exactly yeah, uh, a movie about spies or something like that. But it, a composer, it draws you in. A composer who is very much real, by the way. Yes. Lydia Tarr, we love you. Real every, person. Yep. She's in Newsweek every week. Just has an opinion <laughs> column the, there. I do it was think, a really great biopic. I, I think Field probably, he might take it. Like, I really yeah, do I think, think so. he might take it. Uh, I'd be cool like, with that. I'd be very cool with that. That'd be fine with me. I, I would pref- I, I would like Spielberg to win for this because I think it's a very personal film for him. And sure. like, I think that's, but, and it's he's won my before, favorite right? of the year. But yeah, he's won before. I don't think he needs another one on there. Field did, uh, this is a, a hell of a turn from uh, Little Children. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I kind of have to give it to him <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I agree with you, Steve. That's a PU on Little Children. Although, yeah. wasn't, isn't Todd Field like, Hasn't he been nominated for all three movies that he's directed? Oh, he so. wasn't he a mis- misnomer. He was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Twister. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was not nominated right. for that. He should have been. Um, yeah, he should have been. Rob, when he say. yells out, it's not a moon, it's a space station. We know. We love. Everybody oh, loved that line. Right, everybody right, loved right. that line. Mm. <laughs> for sure. Um, no, because in the bedroom, was yeah. he nominated for that or no? I, I don't I remember. Think, I mean, they I, all got nominations yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so it's like, you know, Todd Field, he's that like rare director that's kind of like some sort of like you know ancient insect. Yeah. Like it comes up out of the ground <laughs> every yeah. fucking 15, 16 years, does some damage. Okay. He was nominated. He was nominated uh writing adapted screenplay for little children. And oh, okay. then he was nominated uh well, best picture for in the bedroom and okay. writing um did not win any of them. Got it. Um, so yeah, no stranger to, uh, nominations here. So I guess we'll see. Um, so here we go. The big one, all 10 titles, folks, best picture. We got all quiet on the Western front, Avatar, the way of water, the Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once, the Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, uh, and Women Talking, mm-hmm. uh, crowded field here. Well, it's all um, 10. And yeah. I think it's, it's a real... I think it's one of two ways. It's either one of the ones that you definitely think or fucking all quiet on the Western front and everyone shits their pants. Right, yeah. yeah. It better not be. I just watched all quiet on the way. I swear to God. No good? Look, if you were really in the need for another fucking world war movie, <laughs> either one. I don't care at this point. Uh, either like, the yeah. OG or the sequel. Yeah, either one. Like, yeah, go ahead, find it. It's it's very gory. The it sequel. You- yeah. By the way, World War Two. That's like the Terminator Two of wars. It is. <laughs> yes, it really is. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I it, see what you're saying, and it's it's true. also like, yeah, your hours. foster parents are dead. Because <laughs> I killed them. 
Call to John now! Now! I, uh, my guess would be it's everywhere, everything. It doesn't win for directors. They're never going to give the two directors that. You think so? I think sure, well, they, 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 they got to print two trophies. You know? They might <laughs> switch it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, flip it, like, you know, Fable, either, either yes. Spielberg or Todd Field, and then they put everything everywhere. And, like, maybe Michelle Yeoh wins, maybe not. Definitely Daniel Daquan. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'm, that's my guess is how everything everywhere he, kind of like has he a mini Kwan. sweep. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm predicting tar. Ooh, I, lo- I, I love this tar sweep. I oh, think, yeah. I, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I mean, I think yeah. I have I think it's one of two. It's either tar or I or it might be Top Gun Maverick. Really? really that would be something. They might do it. They this if it was going to happen, it would happen for this movie. Well, but you know, maybe there's enough uh, vile Scientologists voting in this process. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I just there's something about it. Like, I don't think Banshees is going to take it, and I don't think Avatar is going to take it. Yeah, but like well, e- everywhere, yeah. everything everywhere also just seems like for the old voters, it seems like a little too much. I'll say, like I think yeah. people yeah. will watch that and be like, I, I don't know. This seems like for kids. I don't know. It could be uh, Fableman's if that's if you're if you're maybe. expecting the olds, you know. But that's what I thought Tar would take. I think Tar yeah. would get the old people and and also get like the new or Todd Field because threat. remember Tar did kind of okay in that limited release to like yep. you know smaller like indie houses and like metropolitan art theaters where you do see a lot of old fuckers come through those doors. I think though, Chris, something you were saying inspired this thought in me. This could be a year where the thing that they give best picture to is something that wins absolutely nothing. Triangle yes. sadness, yeah. probably, maybe. Oh, wow. That would be something. I, I could see it happen. I, I would throw up and shit my pants if I that happened. I would lose my mind. I, would, I like that I movie would, more than you folks, but I totally agree. Yeah, I absolutely. By the way, agree. you know, speaking of Top Gun Maverick again, we did the, we did a full-length episode on that on Patreon, patreon.com slash wehatemovies, and we had a lot of fun talking about that movie, which, yes, made by evil people, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> Oh, they're all made by evil people. Stop it. I know they <laughs> That's are. True. That's why they're movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. You yeah. know, of course, we will be talking about the aftermath uh, on our March. What would that be? 13th episode of On Screen Live. Um, so who knows? We'll have to see. Hopefully uh, another we, slap yeah. this year, right? <laughs> oh, you think oh, another God. slap, yeah, dude? Oh, God, they I got, don't know. You, know, you got to spice it up. Last year you had a slap. Maybe this year a punch, maybe a fucking roundhouse kick in uh, 2024. <laughs> How about this? I think uh, let's go the other way. Let's dial down the temperature in the room. Someone accidentally, while going to start their acceptance speech, just cuts a gnarly loud fart. Ooh, I and like it gets this. picked up on the mic. I love it. And that. we're all talking about the fart the next <laughs> Yeah, like okay. Russell Crowe is presenting an award or something. Oh, and yeah. just like sure. like the you see like the <laughs> yeah. the the uh the tails of his tuxedo fly up in the yeah. air. But because it's Russell Crowe, he does a full-on leg lifter. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. This shit, like yep. a real... Absolutely. Like, eh? yeah, the Russell Crowe will fart at the Academy Awards and not give a <laughs> fuck if you know about it. A four-scale wind of four Foster's <laughs> beers just pushing itself out his ass <laughs> all at once. Oh, man. Now I am really hoping for the fact that we get to talk about the fart if anyone I, I, if anyone listening I, to this works at the academy make it happen somehow i i also think tom cruise slapping kevin feige for some reason sounds great <laughs> yeah just you know if you want good television and that's what the rock and will smith thing was dude get, get that going 
if Tom Cruise smacked Kevin Feige in the face, he'd knock that motherfucker into phase seven. Mm. Thank good. Good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Do it, uh, Tom. Speaking of, speaking of Russell Crowe, though, uh, we do have to start wrapping it up here, but we want to plug some stuff that we got going on in-house uh, this week at the WHM Factory, folks. Now, if you missed our Thor Love and Thunder show, that was last Thursday. And by the way, big thanks to everybody who came out to watch us live. That was a lot of fun, uh, both uh, the show and the uh, after-party Q&A kind of thing. That was a, a lot of fun also. Um, but this is rebroadcast. You can get the replay still, uh, the full thing, uh, at moment.co slash wehatemovies. All that you can find on whmpodcast.com. That's right. I think uh, tickets still available through Thursday, through right? Thursday. I think it might be Thursday evening, but you yes. know, be on the safe side. Get your tickets now. Experience the show now while it's still available because it's disappearing. Yeah, it's going to go That's away. right. That's right. Uh, and so tomorrow we're wrapping up the worst of the previous year month, uh, which thankfully we uh, bought ourselves an extra week so we could cram in a convo oh about God. Black Adam. <sighs> Holy shit. And I'm going to uh, get into editing this right after the broadcast. That's I'm exciting. looking forward to it. It was a good-ass time. It was an in-studio episode. Well, what you should work on, uh, Andrew, is finding a catchphrase. Yep. Uh, oh yes that's yep. the way you want to do it yep. you got to make sure you find a catchphrase in in the show uh for us to use steve is shuddering at the thought of a catchphrase uh just one quick thing uh on this feed uh thank you all we uh listener request month is now closed uh thank you all for your requests we will announce the winners and what the march lineup will be on this feed sometime in february so keep looking yes. out on the on screens folks keep watching these mm -hmm. that's right um, and we should say also, you know, while we're talking about that, subscribe to this channel, folks. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you click that little bell. Get that notification. That sweet, sweet ding. Ring the bell. In your ear, on your phone. Every time uh, we go live, schedule something to go live. You want to know about it. So like and subscribe below and share this shit around, man. We are uh, we're very pleased with uh, let's call it the ratings of this so far. <laughs> and we're going to keep going with it. Mm -hmm. um, it's really awesome that so many folks are finding it. And we want even more folks to find it. So spread the word about that. Um, now, let's see. You know, we got a couple more things. Oh, Friday for all you Patreon uh, subscribers out there. And if you're not yet, like Eric mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, we got a We Love Movies episode uh, dropping on Friday because if you can even believe it, January is done. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, February starts, uh, which means we will be talking about The Big Lebowski yeah. on WLM. This is a Big lot of fun. We already recorded it. Oh, yeah. It is a really good time. I even talk about the Jesus rolls a little bit in there, the <laughs> quote-unquote yeah. spiritual sequel. I guess it's a mm. legacy sequel in a way. It is. Eric Eric paid the ultimate sacrifice to watch the Jesus rolls. Mm -mm. Don't do it, folks. Mm. But no, watch the Big Lebowski and tune into yes. our discussion on it on Friday. That is right. Um, so you know what, folks? That's going to do it for On Screen Live for this week. Uh, big thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have a great week. And what we're going to end with, in case anyone out there um, still curious, you know, about uh, this live show that we keep talking about on Thor 4, we're going to uh, end uh, the show here uh, with a clip from uh, the show. So you get a little taste of what was going on, uh, how it looked, all that stuff. If you've never done a We Hate Movies live show before virtually, this will be uh, two minutes of your time worth checking out. Uh, so we're going to wrap it here. Until uh, next week, folks, I'm Andrew Jupin. 
Steven Sadek. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Have a great week and enjoy this clip from our Thor Grab Ass and Cancer live show. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Uh, what were you saying, Steve? No, this movie's terrible. Uh, I it's, it's totally. very. We should say first of all before we get into it. I mean, Thor: Love and Thunder from last year, 2022, directed for some reason by Taika Waititi. Oh yeah, uh, that first, yeah. Ragnarok is totally fine. It's not totally great. fine. It's not. Yeah, people really like it. People really love it. That's fine too. Yep. I just kind of like it. I think it's a, a bit of a, a disjointed mess, but it actually like had this thing where like they made they figured out what to do with Thor and they made him into like a Kurt Russell esque kind of yep like the odds are against me and we're gonna do it anyway kind of a guy <laughs> right and yeah. then yeah. in this movie he's stupid he's yes. dumb as shit and the yep. big as a brick shit house yep. he's a little too big in this movie honestly like it's a little I mean, too jacked he's uh, a little too juiced um looks a little <laughs> fake it looks a little fake especially when the flick happens mm, I, uh, I was just like oh, that oh no that's, that's all him I, I know it is all him but it is so him that it looks like i i can't imagine getting in that kind of shape and that's yes. my fault that's that's <laughs> the fault of me but you know, <laughs> chris you know we like to say it's okay to like a movie sure so is. actually enjoy this movie that it's totally fine sure to compliment this movie i couldn't believe the performance christian bale first Beautiful. uh first he was vice president dick cheney and now he's he's al gore <laughs> come on Go Jesus. gore Jesus was, Christ, man. That was all morning, wasn't it, Eric? This is <laughs> all the work. You know what, Chris Kevin? That was two pots of coffee. <laughs> we are... Oh, dude, if Al Gore got the fucking... Uh, the Necro Sword, I'm going to start cutting off the heads of all these climate polluters. I am sick of it. Uh oh, I am here comes someone driving down the road in a Hummer. <laughs> Better kill him with my God-killing sword. Uh-uh. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.